Welcome to episode 18 of the Paul Ald podcast. Oh, that's a good one. Today we're sipping vanilla porter. It's actually just called vanilla porter <laughs> from Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, it's like a you know like a dark beer, but with like vanilla tones. It tastes really good on the first sip. Um, I've never actually had a Breckenridge Brewery beer, so I think this is my first one. So pretty good on the initial taste. What y'all think about pitas? <clears throat> Do you guys ever like? As a kid, like, see pitas in the house and just, like, eat one by itself with nothing on it. Or was that just me? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I just bought some pitas for, uh, like, a taco or something. And uh, I just put one in the oven for, like, two minutes and then took it out. And it was just, like, amazing. Nothing on it. Just gooey goodness. Uh, welcome to episode 18 again, and I threw all these talking points in at the last second because I don't really, sometimes I write them in advance as I think about the stuff through the, the week, and sometimes it's just like, oh, what, you know, what list one, two, three, four, <laughs> doing it right before. Uh, Denver. Denver is the place that I live. What's going on in Denver? I don't know, honestly. I, uh, it's fucking hot. Every single day, it's like 93, 95. Just kind of sucks to be outside, honestly. Uh, which is so backwards from what I thought it would be. I thought it would be like, you know, 70s in summer and cold in winter. Uh, but we'd be close to the, to the sky. So the sun is closer to us. I assume that's... Playing some small role in that, um, which I was just thinking the other day. It's like, when I look up at the sky in Denver, do clouds look closer? Shouldn't they look closer if we're a mile high? Uh, and I can't honestly tell, because <laughs> I don't live in other states anymore, <laughs> so I, can't, I have nothing to compare it to. I think they kind of do, but not like so much where it's like, whoa, bro, <laughs> this is different. <laughs> They're like right here above me, like feet above me or something. <laughs> it's not like that. It's not much of a noticeable change, honestly. In clouds. That is a good beer. Kind of tastes like uh, root beer, a little bit. Um, says the move in, I moved in. Uh, I don't remember if I talked about this last episode. No, I don't think I did. Okay, so I think as of last week, I told you guys that the movers moved part of everything. Damn, so much has happened in a week. That feels like two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, so basically there's been some updates on the move. So, um, the, the first moving company who couldn't do everything, um, they sucked. And then my landlord paid for a, a different moving company um, to to do the move. Um, I think it's called Keep It Moving Logistics or something like that. And so they were able to um, do the rest of the move. They were able to move the things that the other moving company couldn't. 
Um, so they did it for free. I paid them like 50 bucks each tip or something just because like it was nice of them to come up and help with that. Um, and yeah, so I finally got everything in it. My couch is here. My, my bed is here. Like all the furniture is actually here. Like there was a legit concern that I might not be able to fit some stuff in the apartment. Um, but everything got up there. It was crazy though because like they were like bringing up the back and I remember I said this last episode but the back is kind of weird because it's like a spiral staircase it's all metal and it's like there isn't much of anything except the staircase uh, and they were just it took four people it took the landlord to push it up the two movers to hold it and then like push it up again and then it took me to pull on it <laughs> from my door, my kitchen door, to bring it up, but we got it through. We got that bastard in there. Uh, and so it was just so cool to finally see it in there because I was like, oh no, I love that couch so much. I don't want to lose it. Um, yeah, so everything is moved in. It literally took like four people um, to move it. Uh, but uh, I, I have everything almost unpacked. I've got five boxes to go. And it's kind of sad that uh, fucking nine days in, I'm still not unpacked. But I don't know. I just, I don't want to unpack. It's work. <laughs> so sometimes I'm like, fuck it. Let's just play video games. Put it off for another day. <laughs> and making good progress, though. Uh, most of the stuff that's not unpacked is, like, stuff for the bar. Uh, because the bar is, is definitely going to be in that second bedroom. But at first, when I unpacked the bottles, I kind of, like, wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it because it wasn't looking amazing. But I think now I have a good idea for how that's going to look. Um, so it's going to be like a, you know, pour yourself something and chill kind of room, I think. So like, I've got obviously a table with just the bar, like the the 50 so some bottles that, you know, belong at the bar. Um... And then below that, I'm going to have a wine rack because, I mean, I have like seven wine bottles and I don't want to just put them on the floor. Like, I want it to look kind of nice, so I'm just going to have a wine rack. I got a really cheap one made of wood or something. And then I'm going to have a beer fridge, a mini fridge for beer in there. Um, and then I'm going to have to get some kind of shelving that um, can store, like, glassware because I don't want to just, like, leave it out, you know. I, I don't know. Uh, there's not enough room in the kitchen for it and so I'm gonna need some kind of shelving for that and then I'm gonna add some lighting and I'm gonna try to get like a really short couch because I want like some kind of seating that is like below the window so it doesn't block the window or anything um, and just get some more comfortable seating and just like make it kind of dark maybe I don't know I think it could be really cool if I if I do it right But the vibe of this place is basically going to be like, you know, grab a glass, grab some ice, pour yourself something, and there will be like, you know, mixers there that are really common, like Coke or something. And, you know, just take a seat in like a dimly lit kind of like, I don't know, I just want to make it really chill. We'll see. Uh, I'm waiting on some stuff to arrive. So, um, 14ers. I didn't do this one this weekend because, uh, I don't know. I tried to. I actually was planning on doing Mount Evans via Summit Lake again. 
but basically, <laughs> I drove up to Mount Evans, and uh, I didn't realize you need a reservation. Uh, so I literally drove all the way there and then saw the sign. And I was so stupid that I saw the sign, like reservations required or something. But I think I kept going because something in my brain was like, no, that, that must be an old sign that they haven't taken down or something. Because I think like one California mountain that I used to do very often, like required reservations at one point. But then once COVID was like kind of, you know, not as crazy they stopped requiring them or something. So I was like, so something in my brain was just like totally stupid. It was like, yeah, it must be exactly like that other mountain, like a thousand miles away. <laughs> so I drove all the way there and I even walked up to the, or drove up to the fucking uh, booth. And I was like, I don't have a reservation. And he's like, yeah, so you, you, you can't get in until four o'clock. So <laughs> I drove back. Uh, but then I got a reservation for this weekend. Um, so I'm looking forward to it because I think it's going to be a really easy 14er. It's only 2,000 uh, feet um, elevation climb, um, which is less than my last one, which wasn't even a 14er. So should be doable. I was also thinking about doing Mount Albert, which is a 13er, this past Sunday, but I just, I was just lazy. And I didn't want to. And I got to bed late. And 14ers for me, it feels like you have to go so early. If it doesn't get done on Saturday, it's not going to get done on Sunday. Because I need Sunday to just chill out. I don't want to do a 14er on Sunday. <laughs> so, but Saturdays are 14er days. If it doesn't get done on Saturday, it's not going to get done on Sunday. That's just the way it works with me. <laughs> But I seriously have, like, some kind of problem where it's, like, some days I could totally go, but I'm like, yeah, but I'd have to get up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'd be gone until, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> I could, I would rather spend that time playing video games or reading books or working on the house or something. Uh, so it's kind of stupid. But this Saturday, I think it's definitely going to happen because I do have a reservation. Um, so we're going to do that. And then... You know, hopefully the weekend after that, um, I can do a different um, mountain. I don't think I'm going to do a 13er after all. It's very similar. I mean, <laughs> Mount Albert is like 13,800. Like, that's only 200 feet away from being a 14er. Like, wow, big difference. But for me, I feel like because there's only like 58 14ers in the state, it's so much cooler if I knock one off the list. Because then it's like, I did, you know, by the time I leave Denver, if I ever do, I could be like, I did 15 of the 58 14ers. <laughs> so it's just like more of a flex for me, which I guess is all I, I really want to do. <laughs> That's not entirely true, but it kind of is like that. Um, but that's the status on 14ers. Most of them don't require reservations. I think Mountain Evans is just like super popular because it's so close to Denver. Um, which, by the way, if I do want to do a bunch of different 14ers, some of these are like six hours away, like a six-hour drive. So some of them I will never be doing or I just won't be pretty. Um, different topic. I love walking around my neighborhood. Okay, Colfax is like, you know, kind of weird. It's like, it's like the Lincoln 
of of uh, Santa Monica. I think I'm thinking of the right street. It's kind of like run down, like they're kind of like poor people and stuff, and it's kind of like eh, kind of weird. But the area around, like north and south of it, is really nice. Just amazing, like mansions and stuff. I, I've already taken a few really good pictures of some just beautiful houses. Probably gonna put that on Flickr and, and eventually Instagram. Um, but uh, yeah, there are some really good walks around me. I've always thought that York Street is just a really, really good walk, like right by the Arboretum. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm just snapping some pictures as I walk. Some really nice streets around here. Um, which by the way, I'm super close to the zoo. I'm like, must be like a 15 minute walk from the zoo but i don't know if i'd ever go there because i don't the zoo is kind of like i need to give the zoo a, a second chance i think i've had this impression ever since i had a bad experience at the milwaukee county zoo that i just don't do zoos anymore because they're just for kids but i don't know it could be worth a second try um the bad experience wasn't anything like super bad it was just it was boring it was like the fifth time i've gone to that zoo and i was like this is stupid this is for kids <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm automatically assuming every other zoo is going to be exactly like that which isn't totally fair um, eating healthy is in my friends it is so in it is the innest thing I've done pretty well okay so my first few meals here at the new house we're all really tame. Like my first meal here was like a green pepper, onion, and mushroom stir fry, or something with like a like a macaroni salad or something from Mars Check. This this one place, this grocery store kind of near me. Um, by the way, still on a vegetarian diet for the whole month. Um, and let's let's make that a discussion item, I guess. Uh, yeah. So the first the first dinner was like the the second i think it was the first and no it must have been the second day yeah the second the like the night i made that last episode um it was just a generic stir fry of vegetables and then it had like some bread on the side and like a macaroni salad or something like really basic stuff and it just turned out amazing but i mean that's part of that is just like due to how good like onions and mushrooms taste if you just like pan fry them in some butter like it's just amazing <laughs> it's amazing mushrooms in a pan stir fried with butter is just like so like underappreciated i almost feel like um just amazing unless mushrooms aren't your thing but i mean you could say the same thing for like you know other vegetables mushrooms are really really good though um and then the second meal that I think was more the same. It was like a. I've been eating a lot of mushrooms, <laughs> um, mushrooms and onions and you know something like that. The next major meal was actually a pasta. I made a pasta with uh, fettuccine, um, like four cheese Alfredo sauce. Um, it was Bertoli, but it was like it was this new, like version of Bartolia that's like d'italia or something it was like supposed to be more authentic but i actually thought it didn't taste that amazing um so like gar garlic alfredo or you know alfredo sauce 
fettuccine mushrooms that have already been stir fried and peas that have been like cooked in the microwave. I put that all together and it tasted amazing, but it tasted even better when I melted some mozzarella on it, like some fresh, like, you know, white mozzarella. I melted it on top of the pasta. That was amazing. That was so good. Um, but with that, I actually steamed some broccoli for like the first time in years. Um, and I just followed some simple guide, good video online showing how to do that without a actual steaming basket, which I actually have a steaming basket. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I just completely forgot I had it. I don't think I've actually unpacked it yet. So that's why. Um, yeah, steamed broccoli is so fucking good. It's just really, just, just put some butter in there. It's just like, and steamed broccoli with like melted cheddar on it is even better. I gotta do that next. Um, and the third thing in that was just, um, what was it? There was, I got some tomato focaccia. Some like really good like tomato like bread, like really soft and like delicious. It was amazing. But also pasta is just evil, man. Pasta is bad. Pasta kills you. I don't know. It just, it, it tasted amazing, but it also felt like I was not eating healthy. <laughs> but it had been a while since I had made pasta, like, from scratch at home. Not from scratch, but, like, you know, homemade. Um, so I felt like I needed to do it. And it turned out amazing. It turned out just as good as any, you know, fancy schmancy Italian restaurant, honestly. Um, it was really good. Uh, so today I'm cooking something completely different. Uh, today, I just bought the stuff and it's cooking right now in the oven. I'm going to make one or two different things here. I've got red potatoes that are baking right now. And I'm going to cook them in the oven and then stir fry them in a pan. Or just bake them in it, like cook them in a pan with butter. And then I'm going to put them on a plate in like halves or quarters. I'll quarter them before I put them in the pan, obviously, to, to make them. But then I'm going to put them on the plate, and I'm going to melt, like, cheddar on top of them. And then I'm going to put a fork in there, grab a piece, and dip it in sour cream. <laughs> this doesn't sound healthy either. <laughs> but the point is, it's real food. Um, this does not sound that healthy. But uh, I was just thinking, what, what can I eat as a vegetarian? You know, that's semi-healthy. And this, I don't know, cheese is not good for you. And sour cream is even worse. Uh, but it sounds so good. But I'm also going to do that. And I might at the same time make like a taco out of it. Because I also got some tofurkey. Some like, you know, herbal, you know, sausage. Not sausage, plant-based meat or something. With uh, tomatoes and onions, I'm going to stir fry that together and maybe put that on a pita and then put some of the potatoes and cheddar in there. Make it a potato cheddar fake sausage stir fry pita taco or something. <laughs> Sounds really good, so we'll see. Um, looking forward to it. I'm going to cook it tonight and then hopefully I have some leftovers. The pasta lasted me like fucking three or four days. <laughs> It was one simple little box of fettuccine. It lasted me like three days. I guess because I got the, I had the broccoli as the side. Um, so yeah, overall, 
vegetarian. I'm still vegetarian. We're nine days in, and I'm, I have not broken my oath. Um, going until the end of the month. Uh, it's not been hard. It's just been like a little bit weird to be like, oh yeah, I can't eat you know meat, so I have to find alternative things. Uh, I had a vegan burrito this morning from some convenience store near me, which was actually really good. But I think it put me to sleep, so I think it was not a good idea. Um, but it was really good for having like fake eggs and like fake bacon or something, and it was actually pretty good. Like it could have fooled me. <laughs> not with the bacon, but with the eggs, yes. Um, so overall, I don't think it's getting too hard yet. There are some things that I kind of like. I'm like, oh, I wish I could have that, but I'm on a vegetarian diet, you know. Like, um, I used to make this really good but stupid rice and like sausage like I'm not big but like a just a rice and sausage mixture with like I would get like this cheese rice from rice aroni and I would put in some like Johnsonville like pork sausage cut up and I cook that over the stove and that was so good and so when I <laughs> next month I'm gonna have that I think <laughs> if they still make that rice aroni cheese variety and they I can find something comparable to Johnsonville I'm gonna do that but uh yeah I, I'm still sticking with the vegetarian thing it's not too hard to to keep it up um yeah eating healthy is in exercise is not yet um I just I haven't had the time to exercise or I'd rather play video games in my time off after work um so I gotta get to that um, I'm doing that thing where I just walk or bike the places I need to go. Like, I walk to the store. I walk to King Supers. It was like a 25 to 30 minute walk in 93 degree heat. Um, it kind of sucked, but at the same time, I was like, yes, I'm not driving. <laughs> That's good. And I'm getting exercise. Fuck yeah. Um... So, yeah, I need to start biking. I just haven't. Yeah, Gary is biking. My friend Gary is biking. Seriously. And I am, I feel like I'm dropping the ball because I used to bike a lot. Um, so it's kind of cool to see that on Instagram and just, like, see people's stories and them exercising and be like, oh, fuck, I'm not doing that. What am I doing? <laughs> Keeps it in the back of your head and being like, oh, yeah, fuck. I got to do that. Um, yeah, so... Uh, Let's see. What else is new? I bought a new book. I went to uh, this place called Tattered Cover. It's on Colfax. It's not very far from me. It's like a five minute, ten minute walk, something like that. It's actually a really cool bookstore. But uh, when I was in Nashville, we went to this place called Parnassus Books and I got inspired to uh, do something similar that I did there because I went into a, you know, a Nashville local bookstore and I bought a book and read books about Nashville and Tennessee history. So I was like, fuck, I don't even know anything about Colorado or Denver Denver history. I need to do that. So this past Sunday, two days ago, I just walked over there. They had this little section of books about local history that I found. Um, and I found a book about the haunted history of um, South Broadway. Um, or something like that. It had a really weird cover, but the back, the description on the back really caught my interest because it seems a lot like that, um, 
book I bought in Nashville because I bought a book called The Hidden Secrets of Nashville or something like that. But it was mostly just um, a culmination of like several uh, people writing in about like things they remember from their childhood and this like you know there it was this like learn den not learn denver learn nashville like segment of, of this newspaper i don't remember which one the tennessean i think so it's basically just a collage of different people writing in and you know talk asking about like weird stuff they remember as kids and like you know trying to get answers so this is kind of like that a little bit in that it also goes into like a topic i really love which is like you know buildings that were you know used by famous people and no longer exists like that nashville book had a bunch of different like pictures of old houses that don't exist anymore i don't know why i'm just so into that <laughs> like old houses from the 1800s that don't uh stand anymore like i'm totally into seeing that oh my god look at that that doesn't exist anymore oh my god and so this book was a lot similar because it goes into a lot of um you know mansions and stuff that were used or occupied by famous people in denver and they they're no longer standing and but this time it's not like somewhere in nashville that i don't know about it's like oh it's like uh you know sixth avenue and gilpin or something like that i don't know it's just an example um that's not a real example i just point something out of my head um but you know it feels like it's my neighborhood or it's close to my neighborhood so i can relate to it i can walk there you know um but so far it's got a lot of really cool history about colorado you know it's not really like a ghost book it's more about like it started with how uh you know denver became denver or you know what it's known for which is the gold rush um so yeah there's some interesting stuff in that book already there's they started with the gold rush and there was like this town called like montana city or something that no longer exists but it was used by like gold miners or something like that people came to denver to like as like they think they'd strike it rich or something and then there was there was basically in the pikes peak mountain valley range mountain valley range what the fuck is that mountain range or like near those mountains that's where people found like gold and they're like oh my god there's gonna be a bunch of it here and then they didn't find as much as they thought there would um i'm kind of forgetting some of it because i've only read it like once or twice i'm like a chapter or two in but it's really good so far really good book um and uh yeah so I, uh, I moved my red outdoor table up to the, there's like a platform of that metal spiral staircase that's just right next to the, the window to the, the second floor unit um, that, you know, nobody had their furniture there. So I just moved my chair up there. So it's kind of cool because it's like I have a view of the, you know, alley and the buildings and stuff. You can see into people's yards and it's just kind of cool to bring the book there and just read it for a bit um yeah but i think that's it for me because i gotta go back to cooking like potatoes are almost done but uh i haven't drank this beer at all let me take a sip yeah that's it for this week guys but i hope you guys enjoyed and i will see you next week and this week's advice um uh, is to eat healthy um 
and I don't know, eat just eat healthy, man. Eat healthy, or just eat like real food that you make at home. Like it doesn't have to be super crazy healthy. Like it just has to be real. You know, don't make it McDonald's or something like that. Um, and eat some potatoes with some cheese because I'm sure that tastes good. And dip it in some sour cream. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Hungry Paul and Distracted Paul signing off. Thank you guys. I'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah.